This episode is for the one who feels too much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of For The One Podcast. My name is Love Afrifa, and I hope that today's episode encourages you to seek God's truth about your situation. I'm just going to start out today's episode in prayer. Father God, I just want to thank you again for the opportunity to share your word with your people. Lord, I ask that your words be shared today and not mine. The listener hears your voice and not mine, and that everything you want to say will be said. And Lord, I just pray for your strength and your guidance as we talk today about what it feels like to be not enough and too much in certain situations. And we just want your word and your truth, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Thank you guys again for tuning in to today's episode. Yeah. So I just want to talk about what it feels like to be too much and what that means. You know, we're so often told in unspoken and spoken ways that we're too much, right? We're too sensitive, we're too intense, too religious, too emotional. Sometimes we're told that our behaviors are too dramatic, we're too quiet, or too loud, we're too bossy, we're too friendly, we're too mean, we're too needy. But I just want to break that and encourage you that you are never too much for who God has created you to be. All these words that I just listed off were actually sent in on an Instagram poll that I did earlier by friends and by people I know closely and I just want to say thank you in advance for sharing but to re-emphasize the fact that you are never too much for who God has created you to be. As I was researching this and looking this up I found this really awesome verse in Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 in the very beginning of the Bible. Uh, Genesis 1:27 reads, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God he created them, male and female he created them. And that just hit me so profoundly because it reminds me that we're both created with greatness and modeled after the almighty God, after God himself. And he chose us and that he chose every single thing about you for a reason. Don't let the ways of this world tell you that you need to change. It's so easy for us to listen to other people's opinions about our personalities or about who we are, right? And it's so easy for them to dictate what we should believe is true. For me, I've been told so many times that I'm too bossy and that I'm too religious and that I need to calm down and that I need to ease up all those different ways of saying the same thing, I guess. But um, I really struggle as a person who takes others' opinions as truth. And as a person who does that, I need to constantly remind myself, and I do constantly remind myself, that the only truth that matters is God's truth about me. Um, And I practice really finding strength in my confidence in that and in him and in his hands, his hands who created me. Um, But when I was, again, reading more about this in God's word and just online and researching, I realized that I will never be good enough and that Truly, none of us will ever feel at a point where we are perfect for the situation that we are placed in. 
But that's not our purpose. Our purpose is not perfection. Our purpose is to love others and reflect God's love to others. And he created us imperfectly because his love is perfect. It's only his love that is perfect. And I was floored when I realized that because who in this world that we live in is perfect? Who can we look to? We know, like, there's so many people in the world who are doing amazing things and are powerful leaders, doing amazing things, not only for the work of the Lord, but just in the world in general, like people who are athletes, people who are singers or dancers or just speakers that are really empowering the world around them. But then they in themselves are not perfect and they are just human, just like you and me, and they make mistakes but also God created them that way. They create God created them with every flaw, every insecurity, you know, and he knew that about us before we were even formed. But every part of them has a purpose. And a lot of those people who you see doing amazing things have just found gifts and not let their insecurity define them and use their gifts to really flourish. Whereas some of us, including myself, can get stuck in our insecurity so much that that becomes our focus instead of focusing on the great things that the Lord has already established within us. And yeah, and I just thought that was crazy and I really wanted to talk about that too. Another verse I really want to talk about is Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So how do we know that our purpose is not perfection and that our purpose is loving others and reflecting God's love to others? It's literally in the Bible. It's literally written down plain and simple for us. For we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Our lives have purpose. Your life has purpose. A purpose that was created before you were even born. You were given specific gifts for a reason, and they will guide you to the destination that God has planned for you. I think the world has done a great job of turning God's gifts into things that we should be ashamed about. For example, like being commanding, straightforward, determined. I've been trained to believe that as a woman that these traits make me bossy and loud that and that I need to calm down or for the person who feels super disciplined hardworking, and likes to have a schedule you're portrayed as no fun or can't relax I really want to challenge you guys to look at all these areas that people's words or actions have made you feel too much and not enough and just pause Because I believe that it's those same areas when you are reevaluating them with a godly mindset can actually be the very strengths that lead you to your purpose. Once you recognize those false beliefs, those places that you've been told that you're too bossy, too loud, too friendly, too dramatic, once you've identified those places, surrender it over to God in repentance. You know, Sometimes those lies that we believe in ourselves, that we are too much of something, are connected to a really real and painful experience. And I encourage you to definitely take time to grieve over that experience and invite God into that place of brokenness. But after you've done that 
and you've surrendered that lie over to God, you have to pray that he will help you believe the truth about who he says you are and to make you aware of the times that you're not believing it. And you have to make the choice to believe it every single day. I think a lot of people, especially close friends in my life, think that, you know, I'm just this really confident person who has it all together. And in some ways, you know, I really do strive to be that. But in most places in my life, it's an everyday thing. I wake up every single day and talk to the Lord and ask him for confidence in the places where I don't feel confident. And I have to ask him to reevaluate my perspective on how I see myself, because it's only God's opinion about myself that I wanna believe in that matters. And I don't always feel like I am this person God says I am, but it's not my feelings that are truth, it's God's word that is truth. And if God says that I am chosen and that I am beautiful and that I am amazing and that I am called, then that is what I choose to believe that day and not that I feel super insecure or don't like the way I look in this outfit or I feel like my makeup didn't turn out as good as I'd like it to that day or I'm not able to be as good of a friend as I want to be to my friends that day. We may not always feel that we have been forgiven or that we're blameless, but the truth is God sees us that way. When we go to him and we repent, God sees us as forgiven and blameless. Don't get discouraged in your weakness, but find God's grace and God's greatness in your strengths. In 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 to 10, God said, My grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and in insults in hardships in persecutions and in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You know, I was watching this awesome sermon talking about what weakness in God is and what it means to win in your weakness. And I think that you have to stop taking your feelings as your truth and understand that God's word is truth. You have to start declaring God's words over your life. So if you feel like you're too much, you have to remind yourself that you are never too much for who God has created you to be. If you feel like you're way too friendly think about it from god's perspective maybe he's created you to be that way so that you can invite people from all different walks of life into his presence and to get to know more about christ i really just want to speak identity over you and again remind you that god's word is the only place you can find the truth that will set you free from all these lies people have spoken over you. And to do that, you have to first know how God looks at you. We must first know how God sees us. You know, one of the richest passages about identity in the Bible can be found in Ephesians 1, 3 through 14, a long passage. But in this passage, Paul addresses the church, explaining the new identity that Christ has given to a person when they are in Christ. The enemy tries to tell us that we are rejected instead of accepted, that we are in bondage instead of redeemed, that we are under the law instead of covered by grace. 
and that we're feeling orphaned instead of adopted. But God's word literally says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who has called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. God has called us, every single one of us, you and me, into new identity, into a new place where he tells us who we are and that it is truth and that it's uplifting. It is truly who we are instead of what the world has told us we are. So if you feel like, for example, that you're too bossy and the Lord has helped you reframe that and realize that maybe you have a way of leading that's passionate and that not everyone will follow you in that way, but the people who will and the people who do, those are the people that you're supposed to be leading. You have to be committed to that posture and that stance and know that yes that some people may think of you as bossy but the lord has called you a leader and that is what you're going to believe and that's what you're going to walk into every day i think just speaking to the person who feels too much i think that the lord has called you chosen for a reason and that you have to believe him for that and i think that the world is going to try to discourage you and try to make you feel like that like make you feel like you're too much and that you need to calm down or you need to stifle your gifts or you need to to put your things aside so that other people don't feel threatened by you but that's not who god has called you to be god hasn't called you to be this person who is in a box the lord has called you to be a light and a pillar how this applies to me I feel like I've been called too much in so many areas and that I've always felt like I was doing the most but it was always in those times where I felt like I was just doing too much that somebody would also come up to me and be like love your life is so encouraging to me and I'm so appreciative of everything that you're doing and you know it's those moments where I'm reminded that even though that some people might not get what I'm saying or some people might feel a certain way about my work or the things that I feel called to do, God is still using me to impact people and touch people and make people feel good and encourage people. And that is what I've always wanted to do. And so like whenever I pray, I always ask the Lord, Lord, how can I encourage people today? How can I be the best version of myself today? And the Lord reminds me that in my words, that in my words that I am able to encourage people. And there's been so many instances in my life where people have told me that I'm not I'm not a good communicator. It's so crazy how in similar like in those exact moments the Lord will come in with another encouragement and say, someone will say this to me, your words have profoundly changed my life and your encouragement came right when I needed it too. And so if I keep listening to like the enemy saying like you can't do this or you're not fit for this or you can't act this way or you can't say this in a way that people understand, then I will never speak. I will literally sit there and never speak. Even when I got ready to start this podcast, I felt so attacked and felt so like I was inadequate to talk about the things that I really wanted to talk about and the things that were really changing my life because I felt like I wasn't going to be able to say them well. But the Lord has just really opened my eyes, not only just speaking right now, but in these last couple of days to really not only abide in him, but truly hear his voice and speak on that and speak on what I feel like the Lord has been showing me. Yeah, and so thank you guys so much for listening. That's really all I have for you today. 
This was a really jam-packed word, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. But again, I just want to encourage you that for the one who feels too much, you are never too much for who God has created you to be.